Welcome. You're listening to a Dartmouth Medicine Web Extra. I'm Jennifer Durgan, Associate Editor at Dartmouth Medicine Magazine, and I'm talking today with Laura Hester, a member of the Dartmouth College Class of 2009. Laura, a geography major, recently finished her senior honors thesis, which her advisor describes as very ambitious. For her thesis, Laura analyzed prescription opioid-related deaths in the state of New Hampshire from 2003 to 2007. Laura, can you start by explaining what opioids are and why looking at opioid-related deaths might be important? Opioids have become the most commonly prescribed medication for pain relief in the United States. And some examples of opioids include Percocet, Vicodin, and Oxycontin. As prescriptions for opioids have increased, deaths have also increased concurrently. This has become a worrisome trend, and many public health experts are interested in examining who is most affected by these opioids deaths and where are these deaths occurring. So how did you come up with the idea for your thesis project? This thesis project is a continuation of a class project for mapping health and disease. When I went to find data, I contacted Dr. Seddon Savage, who is the head of the Dartmouth Center for Addiction Research and Education. Dr. Savage often collaborates with Dr. Andrew, who is the New Hampshire Medical Examiner, and he had a data set that he wanted somebody to analyze. He was particularly interested in the prescription opioid deaths in New Hampshire. So in what ways do you think your education at Dartmouth prepared you for this undertaking? Well, specifically, this education has given me a background knowledge in statistics and geographic information systems, which is also called GIS. Dartmouth College is the only Ivy League to offer a geography program, and specifically such a strong GIS program. And I would not have been able to do my research without the support of the RAR lab, which is where our GIS facilities are located. And what sort of unexpected challenges came up throughout your research? There are about three different challenges I had while putting together this data set on prescription opioid deaths. First, obtaining information about deaths is very confidential, and I had to go through a few background checks before being able to access the death certificates. Also, the state of New Hampshire's death certificates are not electronically entered, and so I had to rift through about 1,500 death certificates to be able to compile my prescription opioid death data set. And finally, winter in New Hampshire is a very difficult time to drive long distances, and it, your car can break down often. <laughs> is that what happened to you? Yes. <laughs> How many times did your car break down? Um, three times. I saw a lot of Wilmot flats. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're glad you made it. So what do you see as the most important findings from your research? There are two worrisome trends in my research. First, if you look at the, the demographic data, the death rate has increased the most for young males aged 18 to 24. And this is worrisome because this is a demographic that's never been affected strongly by prescription opioid deaths. Many of these males may be obtaining their drugs through diversion, which could mean that there's some law enforcement problems with opioids. Um, for females, the deaths are increasing the most in the ages 45 to 65, and research has shown that these women often get their drugs, their prescription opioids, through doctor shopping, going from one doctor to the next doctor to the next doctor and getting new prescriptions at each doctor. 
So this means that we need to target two very different groups of people, older women and younger males, and that's going to require two different education programs completely. Also, spatially, I can see that many of the deaths are located in poor rural areas along the Maine border. Now, in 2006, Maine was found to have the fifth highest rate of consumption of oxycodone and the ninth highest rate of morphine consumption. This could indicate that high rates of diversion of prescription opioids are coming across the main border into New Hampshire, but that's just my prediction. <laughs> that's just based on the uh, initial anal analysis of the yes. data you collected. Mm -hmm. A possibility. Do you know if and how any of your findings will be put into use? Well, I'll be sending my thesis back to the New Hampshire Medical Examiner, Dr. Andrew, and I'm hoping he'll share it with the Attorney General and that potential policies will be made from the evidence I've provided. Uh, I hope that more law enforcement is put into place in my high-risk areas along the main border. Um, mostly North Conway and the Effingham regions. And also, I hope that more education programs are put into place for our high-risk demographics. When you say education programs, are you talking about within the schools, or are you talking about... Education programs can be everything from billboards, you know, to it's, it's anything that's public awareness. Mm -hmm. Public awareness might be a better, but they call education program in a big deal. Okay. You'll be graduating this June, so what's next for you? I have some very exciting plans for next year. I was accepted into the Johns Hopkins School of Public Health, and I will be continuing on researching uh, infectious disease epidemiology, and hopefully we'll go on to get my PhD, and who knows who that will lead me in the future. Well, we wish you the best of luck wherever your education brings you. And thank you again for talking with us today. Thank you. You have been listening to a Dartmouth Medicine Web Extra. To read more about Laura Hester's research, visit dartmed.dartmouth.edu.